0: Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Listen to it, Fizz. First aid for relief from headache, Alka Seltzer. From acid indigestion, Alka Seltzer. From cold discomfort, Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer presents The Quiz Kids. And the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Bob Murphy. Hello, everyone. Well, I hope you're ready to have some fun, because that's what we're all set for. Sports is the theme of today's Alka-Seltzer question session, and here in class we have a famous former All-American football star... We have the star center fielder of a big league baseball team, a star center from a famous college basketball squad, and a national tennis champion. Now, we'll hear from these sports experts later on. Right now, kids, let's have roll call.
3: First, we have Patrick. I'm Patrick Long-Conlon. I'm 13 years old, and I'm a freshman at Kelly Met High School in Chicago. Next, we have Sally Ann.
4: I'm Sally Ann Wilhelm. I'm 12 years old. I'm in the 7th grade at Central Junior High School in Elkhart, Indiana.
5: Joel? I'm Joel Coverman. I'm 14 years old, and I'm a junior at Roosevelt High School.
4: Frankie? I'm Frankie Vander Plugin. You know, Mr. Kelly, I made a mistake last night on, um, last... Sunday and my age. I'm not age seven. I'm age six. I'm Frankie Vanda. Play I'm six years old and I go to the Mount Phonic School, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Well, good for you. <laughs> now. I'm glad you straightened me out on that, Frankie. You know, after all, a chief quizzer can make a mistake too. Yeah. hmm And then, folks, we have a brand new quiz kid, Howard.
6: I'm Howard Klein, thirteen years old, and a freshman at U High.
2: All right, fine. Kids, now here's our first question from George Hill of Seattle, Washington. The name of what college football player does this song suggest? All right, no hands up as yet. Kids are thinking real hard, though. Howard, let's have that... uh, Again, just a little of it. Oh, my. Well, that's a mighty sweet tune, and, uh... No hands up, Howard?
6: Well, I believe there's a collegiate football player by the name of Sugar. I don't know from what college he's from. And
2: so, well, you gave me the answer, but you didn't give me the name of the tune. The answer is Leo Sugar, and end on Purdue's team. And the name of the selection is My Sugar is So Refined. Well, uh, we were partly right on that. However, that is a miss. And uh, that means that George Hill of Seattle, Washington will uh, get his choice between a large console Zenith radio photograph combination or a fine Zenith television set for stumping you kids on the very first one. Here's question number two. Mrs. May Wilson of New York sends in a question about sports in literature. What fictional stories might contribute contestants for the following games or sports? The first one is bowling.
3: Oh, that might be the story of Rip Van Winkle Rip Van
2: Lows Winkle, that's the boy That's it,
3: right, Patty How about croquet? Frankie
4: Well, oh, that book would be an Alice in Wonderland And Mr. Kelly, you know That's kind of a funny croquet game Because they use hedgehogs For bars and flamingos For mallets That's just the way they played it Now, how do you like that?
2: Frankie's really a cute little fella. His hand went up so quick there that he almost knocked his mortarboard off. Uh All right, fine. Well, here's the third part, archery. And Frankie's hand goes up again. All right, Frankie. Well,
4: that would be William Tell because he shot an apple off of his little boy's head. And then Robinson men would be good archers, too, because they use... Arrow's for hunting all the time. Well, I should yeah. say so. Well, what do you know about
2: that? Now, thank you, Go down here. Oh, that's very, very good. I'm proud of you, Frank. You know, friends, every Sunday, our sponsor, the makers of Alka-Seltzer, awards Zenith Transoceanic Portable Radios, Zenith Television Sets, and Zenith Radio Phonograph Combinations. If the question you send in is used on our radio program and answered correctly... The Alka Seltzer Award is a fine Zenith Transoceanic Portable Radio. On the other hand, uh, well, but wait, let's, let's try this next question and see what happens. Uh, Mrs. Sally Connors of Boston, Massachusetts points out that many of the heroes in college and professional sports have names difficult to pronounce, and she wants you quiz kids to spell these difficult names. First, Rykovich. Howard.
6: I think it's R-Y-K-O-V-I-C-H. That's
2: right, Howard. Good boy. How about this next one? Shane Deans. Howard again.
6: S-C-H-O-E-N-D-I-E-N-S-T.
2: D, uh, what'd you, uh, D D-I-E-N-S-T. <S-T>. That's correct. Good boy. Nice going. Uh-huh. And uh, what, uh, what uh, position does he play? He by? plays
6: second base for the St. Louis Cardinals.
2: Well, yeah, well, he's... That's right, uh-huh. Okay, well, <laughs> Mrs. Sally Connors of Boston gets the dandy Zenith Transoceanic portable that gives worldwide reception no matter where you are. Now, if that had been a miss... Uh, she would have had a choice between a Zenith television set and a large console Zenith radio phonograph combination. Say, that television set is the Zenith Buchanan, and it has everything. A new super range chassis to ensure the ultimate in performance. The sensational built-in picture aerial. Single knob automatic tuning and the glare band black tube for clearer pictures. The large console radio phonograph plays all types of records and has AM and FM radio. Now, if you would like to win one of these fine zeniths, send in a question for our radio program and address your questions to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. Well, let's see now what our next question... Oh, say, according to Mrs. Doris Ross of New York, a football game isn't a football game without some good peppy cheer music, kids. And this next question will be a test to see how well each of you children could spur on a certain football team with its school song. I'm going to hand out kazoos to you children, and you are to each hum a school song and see if the other children can identify it. All right? Who's ready to start this off? Now, who'd like to start off here? Joel? <laughs> 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 I'm not laughing at you, Joel. I'm laughing with you. Uh, Patrick? Well, that's we're from Iowa. That'd be Iowa's song. The Iowa Corn Song. All right, fine. Now, then, who's next? Who would like to be the next one? Sally Ann? Wait a minute, honey. Turn the uh, you're, uh, blowing in the wrong end. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right. Howard? <laughs> Notre Dame. Notre Dame, that's right. Now, who's next here? Patrick?
4: <laughs> Sally Ann. Uh, that's uh, Illinois li- loyalty song. That's
2: right. That's a girl. Now then, uh, Frankie, how about you?
5: Joel? <laughs> that's the Georgia Tech song. That's right. And Howard, how about you now?
7: Have you got the wrong hand there, Howard? Yes.
5: Huh?
2: No, no, you're all right. I couldn't see. It was hidden behind the microphone. Go ahead. Yeah. Don't put your finger in the top. That is not a key.
3: Well, <laughs> oh, that's held to the victors from Michigan. That's a boy. That's right. <laughs>
2: now we have our own cheerleader for this question. All right, Robert Murphy.
1: All right, Joe. Say, folks, do you sometimes have the upset of acid indigestion? Now, of course, I don't know what you take for relief when this happens, but I would like to suggest Alka-Seltzer. You can buy Alka-Seltzer, you know, on the no-risk guarantee of your money back if you're not pleased with it. And the way Alka-Seltzer can please you is to give you the relief you want. Yes, first aid for relief of acid indigestion is Alka-Seltzer. Dissolve one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a glass of water, then drink it. Notice what a clean, fresh taste it leaves in the mouth, and what a comfortable feeling in the stomach. And remember this, when late hours and late refreshments threaten to result in acid indigestion later on, take Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. Alka-Seltzer can relieve an acid-upset stomach quickly and effectively, and as a result, you'll sleep better, and you'll wake up feeling better the next morning. So get a package of Alka-Seltzer from your druggist. Yes, friends,
2: remember, where there's Alka-Seltzer, there's a way to fast relief from acid indigestion. And now, quiz kids, we really get down to the heart of our all-sports program. For here in our classroom, I have four nationally known figures in the world of sports to ask you their own questions in person. Yes, sir, here's a regular battery of sports experts. Four of them, each one representing a different sport. So put on your thinking caps and get ready to have some tough questions whirled at you. And our first field is the field of baseball. And here to ask you a question about baseball is a longtime favorite from the Chicago Cubs, Andy Pafko. come on in, and let's play ball.
8: Okay, Mr. Kelly. Well, Quiz Kids, I'd like to test you on a baseball question. Who was recently voted the most viable player?
3: Pat? Well, that was Phil Rizzuto in the, Na- in the American League, and uh, I think it was Jim Constanti in the National League.
8: Very good, very good. And the next question. In the news recently was a listing of the Associated Press Big League All-Stars. Now I wonder whether you could name five of the 11 men listed and position they play. Joel? Well, let's see, I believe Droppel was at first base
5: and Robinson at second base and Rizzula at shortstop and, let's see, Kell at third and the outfield was, let's see, Kiner and uh, Musial and DiMaggio and, let's see, uh, Barrow was catching and Lemon and uh, Lemon and uh, Spahn were pitching, I think.
8: That's very good. Well, you missed one question. So, you told man, who's voted the most? Oh, Goodman. Goodman of the, Goodman.
5: <laughs> Goodman of the uh,
8: Boston. <laughs>
2: Joe really scored on that, didn't he, Andy? Oh, he's perfect. Yes, sir. A perfect uh, day at bat, huh? That's right. That's <laughs> betting a thousand, I'd say. All right, well, thanks a lot, Andy. Now then, kids, we turn next to football. Your next challenge comes from the famous Yale quarterback who was all American in 1936 and 37, Mr. Clint Frank.
7: Clint, I hope the kids are ready to tackle your question. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Here are some good tough questions for you, quiz kids, about the outcome of some of this season's games. You are to get two out of three parts correct. First one: In this current year, what team won from Ohio State but lost to Texas?
3: Pat. Well, that'd be uh, SMU. They uh, beat Ohio State 32 to 27, and then
7: uh, Texas beat them 23 to 20. That's 100 <laughs> percent. Fine going. <laughs> Second question. What team defeated Columbia but lost to Army?
5: Joel? Well, that was Penn. They uh, beat Columbia 34 to nothing, and then they uh, lost to uh, Army, I think, it was, uh, 28 to 13. Another one, 100%. Finally,
7: what two teams defeated Iowa but lost to Michigan? What two teams
5: defeated Iowa but lost to Michigan?
6: Howard. I believe one of them was Illinois.
5: Joel? No. I believe Indiana beat them, and uh, let's see, I think another one of those teams beat them. Indiana and somebody else. It's the
7: Midwestern School, I'll say that. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry, you're right on the Indiana, but Wisconsin was the other team that defeated Iowa but lost to Michigan. Thanks oh, a lot.
2: All right, well, thanks very much, Clint. Can't get them all, you know. (laughs) Now, next, we delve into that fast and fascinating game of basketball. (laughs) And with us in our classroom, we have the center of the DePaul basketball team, Clem Pavilonis. Oh, we're certainly glad to have you with us, Clem, and uh, folks, I uh, would, uh, you folks here in the studio can see Clem, but if you folks out there listening in could only see him, he's, uh, Clem, when you were on the first floor waiting for the elevator, did did finally pick you up uh, on the third floor? (laughs) He's so tall.
0: It did, but I
2: had to bend over twice. Oh, right? you did, huh? <laughs> You must be
0: six feet... Uh, well, about six... seven inches tall.
2: Oh, fine, fine. Well, all right, Clem. Now, uh, let's see how many baskets we can make uh, with your questions.
0: Well, I have a really tough baske- basketball question here, which concerns the Big Nine Conference. Who were last season's champions at a Big Nine Conference? Pat?
3: Well, Ohio State
5: was the uh, champion.
0: That's right. Well, who was champions the year before that? Joel? I believe Illinois was. You're right on that one. How about the year before that one?
5: Joel? Wisconsin?
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> you really know them. How about the year before that? Joel? Wasn't that Iowa? I believe you're wrong. That was Michigan, wasn't it? The year oh. before that. Oh, wait a minute.
2: Uh, we're a little mixed up here, Clem. Uh, after <laughs> Illinois, it was uh, Michigan,
0: wasn't it? Yes, sir.
2: Yeah, and then after uh, Michigan,
0: oh. what, uh, Oh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, that's right. All right, now. my own basketball.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. You want to continue? You want to
0: go on? Well, how about the year before then? Well, then we get into Iowa. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That was Ohio State.
2: Ohio State. Well, all right. Thanks a lot, Clem. And now then, uh, we turn to the glamorous sport of tennis. Howard Peterson. I'm in the mood for love. Tennis. How do you like that? (laughs) Well, that's pretty cute. And we have another very interesting guest in our classroom to ask this next question. He is the 1950 National Junior Tennis Champion, Hamilton, or Ham Richardson, cited by the chairman of the Davis Cup Selection Committee as the best tennis prospect in a quarter of a century. Well, it's certainly nice to see you up here in Chicago, Ham. Are you all set with your questions?
9: Yes, sir. Thanks, Mr. Kelly. I'm very glad to be here and get a chance to meet you and the Quiz Kids.
2: All right. Well, you know, uh, Quiz Kid, since Ham is almost Quiz Kid age himself, he just turned 17, he has a question about other young athletes for you to identify. So, go right ahead, Ham.
9: Well, this tennis star played her first match in 1920 at the age of 14. And in 15, she won the National Junior Championship for Girls At 16, and she won the National Women's Doubles Championship. At 17, she became the International Women's Champion of the United States. I have a little more information here, but I see you know it already. (laughs) Well,
3: uh, I think maybe it was Helen Wills, wasn't it? That's
9: right. Helen Wills Moody now, or Helen Wills Moody Roark now, I
3: believe. (laughs) All right,
9: here's another one. Uh, This young man won the junior and senior championships in Ecuador at the age of 16. He recently won... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Give me a chance to finish. You recently won the United States Professional <laughs> Men's Championship. I have a hint for you, even, but. Oh? Uh, would that be Pancho Segura? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, say.
2: Alan, I, I know you're in Chicago because of a special trip you're making in which you are devoting your whole time to the Diabetes Detection Drive, sponsored by the American Diabetes Association. It is certainly one of the greatest projects in our country, and since this is important to everyone, I'd like to ask you to
9: tell us more about it. I'd be glad to, Mr. Kelly. As all of us know, diabetes can be a fatal disease. It ranks 8 among the diseases causing death, but fortunately it now has a control so that if a patient is treated early and competently, he can live an active, healthy life for a complete lifespan. About 10% of all diabetics are children and teenagers, and I want to help in making sure every boy and girl get treatments early. From my own experience, I know that it pays. I'm a diabetic, and yet I have a healthy, normal life and am able to enjoy and participate in sports. I urge all you parents to cooperate with schools and volunteer organizations in the program for detecting diabetes.
2: Well, thank you, Hamblin Richardson, for your very sincere message. We always wish you the very best of luck. Now, now we're going to turn the tables. The quiz kids will ask the questions, and uh, you four sports experts will be on the spot. But first, here's a question for the ladies in our audience. On those occasions when hubby comes home after a hard day's work, cross and irritable because he's suffering with
10: a headache, What do you do? Uh, Well, uh, say, if you don't mind, Mr. Kelly, I think I can answer that better than my wife. You see, I know how miserable I feel on those occasions. And uh, the little woman is pretty smart. She takes one look at me, and as I sink into my favorite easy chair, she says...
6: That's right. You rest, dear, and I'll be back in a minute.
10: I close my eyes and wonder just how a doggone headache can make a guy feel so no account and how it can zip right out of you. Well... While I'm cogitating on this, I hear the wife say...
6: Here you are, dear. Drink this.
10: And I open my eyes, and there it is. A glass of sparkling Alka-Seltzer. Even feeling as miserable as I do, I manage to smile. I know I can depend on Alka-Seltzer to have me feeling ship in almost no time. And you see what I mean when I say the little woman's pretty smart. No fuss, no bother, just fix the old man a glass of Alka Seltzer, and by the time dinner is over, she'll have me convinced that I can't wait another hour to finish painting the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I tell you, these women are great. And uh, so is Alka
2: No truer words were ever spoken. I'm going to call back our four guests and give you quiz kids a chance to turn the tables and ask them some questions. You may direct a question to any one of them and ask a question about any of the sports they represent. Who would like to start this off?
3: Pat? Well, Mr. Pavlonis, I wonder if you'd bend down to the microphone, and uh, I'd like to know how the coming basketball season shapes up in so far as DePaul University is concerned.
0: Well, my personal opinion is different thing than what we think we'll do, but I think we'll have a... Full season of all wins and no losses.
3: Well, that'll be great.
0: <laughs> Although, wait, we should have a good team this year. It's really shaping up very well. I sure hope well. so. All right, now who's next? Howard?
6: Well, Andy, I'd like to know, in your career, what player plays gave you the biggest thrill?
8: Well, I think uh, the biggest thrill I ever got was this past summer in Chicago and playing the All-Star game against American Leaguers, and I made that great catch against uh, Tommy Henick of the New York Yankees and helped uh, save the game for the National League team this year.
2: All right, Howard. I guess that takes care of your yes. question.
5: And uh, Joel, well, my question is directed at the tennis champion. Uh, I would like to know how much uh, daily practice it really takes to become a uh, player. Well, a good player, not quite as good as him.
10: <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, I like to get a couple hours of practice a day, about uh, four or five times a week. If you play every day, you kind of lose your edge, and you're not quite as keen. But a couple hours, four or five times, four or five days a week, is plenty. Sally Ann?
4: I'd like to ask uh, Andy Pafko my question Uh, What does the catcher say when he whispers to the pitcher?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he doesn't say too much He just goes out there and tells the pitcher to uh, just take it easy and relax Because when he usually goes out there, he's in a tight situation So he just goes out there and tells him, well, just take it easy, we'll we'll get out of this And that's about all (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, and Frankie has his
8: hand up
4: This is for the tennis player, and why does love mean nothing in tennis?
9: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can give you a very scientific answer for it. The French word for egg is something like oeuf or something, (laughs) And uh, they originally, and when they scored tennis, they draw the sign for zero, and it looks like an egg, and so they called it a goose egg or something, and the French word is oeuf, or love, or something, and so the Englishman changed the word around a little bit and changed it from oeuf to love, and so now they call it love, and zero. (laughs) (laughs)
10: Well,
2: now we we haven't heard from our uh, football uh, star. Who has a good football uh, question that they want to pose in so far as Clint Frank is concerned. Pat?
3: Well, uh, we all know that Mr. Frank was a great quarterback, and uh, nowadays we have lots of great quarterbacks, Johnny Bluejack of the Bears and lots of others. Uh, Mr. Frank, what makes a great quarterback? What does he have to have?
7: He has to have everything Johnny Jack has, I think is a pretty good answer. Uh, it's hard to, to put it down to any specific uh, quality. Uh, he should, uh, first of all, be brainy, uh, Generally be a good passer and a fair runner, but the most important requisite is to be able to call the right signals at the right time. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> well, say, this is a lot of fun, and look, we've got more hands up here. Sally Ann?
4: Well, I'd like to ask him, uh, what happened to Notre Dame this year?
7: <laughs> John Carmichael of the Daily News has, uh, written, uh, four or five articles on that. I think it was generally a matter of, of, uh, Not as good material this year as they have had in previous years.
6: All right, and Howard? Well, I'd like to ask Mr. Frank, who do you think was the all-time greatest T-Formation quarterback?
10: (laughs) No, uh,
7: I think Johnny Lujack probably is is certainly one of the greatest. Uh, Oh, all right, Clint, and uh, I think Joel has a
5: question to ask. Yes, uh, I uh, read, I think, a couple of years uh, back about a uh, quarterback at Missouri whose uh, one of his principal assets was uh, his brains. He out- always uh, seemed to outsmart his opponents. So I was wondering, is there e- ever such a case where you get a quarterback who has very little brawn, but uh, is a good quarterback just because he outsmarts the uh, opponent? In, uh, well, there, are, there are a number of cases such as that. I...
7: Uh, I believe uh, one comes to mind was uh, Eddie LeBaron. Uh, I don't remember if Eddie LeBaron of the College of Pacific was a quarterback. I'm quite certain he was. And he was a little fellow, 150 pounds, and uh, you may remember what he did in the All-Star game to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Well, let's see. Now, Frankie,
2: little Frankie has his hand up again. How about it, Frankie? What's your... Oh, Mr.
4: Frankie. Frank, um, do you know um (laughs) if little boys should start playing football in grammar school?
7: (laughs) 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 Well, I'd like to take this young Frankie home with me. For first point, I think so. Yes, I don't think it. I think it's a good thing to start early. All right, and Howard.
6: Well, I'd like to ask the basketball champion this year. Which do you think is the best collegiate basketball team?
0: Well, from my own personal appearance. uh... Experience, I'd say CCNY will have the best team in the nation this year. Thank
2: you. Okay, well, say that was all very, very interesting, and I'm sure much obliged to you boys for coming up this afternoon. Everybody, I'm sure, enjoyed meeting you in person. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, now, kids, uh, here's a question uh, which comes from May Hall of Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Yeah, little Frankie dropped his hat there. <laughs> if uh, Mr. Outside told the Galloping Ghost to hurry up, what football personalities would these nicknames refer to? Patrick? Well,
3: Mr. Outside was Gunn Davis of Army. Right. And the uh, Galloping Ghost, of course, was Red Grange. from Illinois. And... Uh, what was the other one? Hurry up. Hurry up, uh, Yoast, Fielding Yoast. Fielding Yoast,
2: right, on all three counts. Now, let's see, uh-oh, there's the bell. Yes. <laughs> well, of course, that means that class is over for today. And now, I have some exciting news about next week's Alka-Seltzer question session. But first,
1: here's an important message for you mothers. Yes, mothers, remember, one-a-day brand multiple vitamins taken every day insures against vitamin deficiency. Lack of vitamins pulls you down, makes you feel dull and listless, often develops into vitamin deficiency disease. Take care of yourself and your family. See that every member takes one-a-day brand multiple vitamins every day. Be sure it's one-a-day brand in the blue package with the big one. The vitamins whose potency is guaranteed by the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Well,
2: kids, as usual, you will each receive a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. And again, I want to thank the gentleman who helped us out with our parade of uh, sports experts uh, this afternoon, and I hope we can do this again real soon. By the way, friends, next week the Quiz Kids will compete with five prominent members of Rotary International. Our board of Rotarians is especially outstanding. It includes the minister of the famous Chicago Temple, the First Methodist Church, the secretary of Rotary International, the director of the Chicago Crime Commission, a Rotary Foundation fellow from Argentina, and the treasurer of Rotary International. I know, you don't want to miss this uh, entertaining contest between the quiz kids and these representatives of Rotary International, so plan to be with us, won't you? Fine. So until next Sunday, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz kids. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly. Listen to
4: the quiz
1: kids coast to coast every Sunday afternoon. And see and hear Alka Seltzer's Quiz Kids television show on NBC. Consult your local newspaper for time and station. This is Bob Murphy speaking. Hear Theater Guild tonight, and don't miss the big show today on NBC.